isn't this fucking insane how you should never say never? Because tell me why I'm having a guest on this podcast. If you can see my face right now, I'm like smiling. But honestly, never say never because look at me having a whole ass guest. Even though this is definitely not going to be a regular occurrence because you can only imagine how difficult it was for me to edit this episode. But Adugo brought up this topic to me and I 1000% thought it would only be fair for you guys to hear her opinions because she was spot on. We talked about this like maybe two or three months ago and she definitely gave me a, a very amazing perspective to this topic and I realized that we have very similar views but you know I'd never really brought up those views because I didn't want to seem annoying like I was having a problem with everything but like you know definitely listening to her made me feel like I actually know what the fuck I'm talking about and she's smart beyond words and I just knew that this would be an amazing episode for you guys to listen to and I had so much fun recording this and I had a blast and I felt very comfortable opening up my space at Dugo, which was fun. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Hi everyone, my name is Adugo. Zara and I were homeschooled together. Um... <laughs> no way, like honestly, <laughs> one day we're going to dissect the whole experience. Not, no, no time soon, please, because I'm still recovering. We still have to process everything. We still have to recover. And we'll possibly get a lawsuit anytime we talk about that for sure. <laughs> but like, go on. Yeah, oh. Sarah and I were homeschooled together and like we've been like in touch on social media and everything like just I want to say friends but then like bitch you can say friends I want to say friends but like I know it's not the same I want to make you uncomfortable in that sense oh absolutely not you're not making me uncomfortable in any way we've been friends so yeah and we were we what happened was how this episode even came about was one day we were talking about the roe v wade abortion thing and somehow somehow we circled from that to the black diaspora and from the black diaspora to nigerians and how nigerians in the diaspora don't like they adopt and drop certain aspects of being nigerian as women wait i want to ask you a question do you know jackie Aina? i don't know if i'm pronouncing her name correctly yeah like is she nigerian half nigerian half african-american okay I was reading something about her on TikTok and I was like, ooh, sis. <laughs> because what is going is on? The candle thing? Yes, I think so. I saw it on TikTok. Yeah. I didn't really like check because I honestly don't care. But like, I was just reading something about Jackie Aina, something about using Nigerians when it comes to something you can benefit from. And I was like, ooh. Oh, I can, ex- I can explain that thing, because I follow her. Or follow, I yeah, I still follow Hasha. I follow her on social media, and then when the thing happened, I didn't even know until like it was almost over. Wait, what even happened? What happened was that she released this candle collection called the Owambe Collection, oh, okay. and then one of the candles was called Surusuki as for like the thing from the NSAS movement. Are you serious? Is that what the, is that where it came from? Isn't there a song named that? Yeah, but it was made, it was, it's, I think it's by Small Doctor, the song that you're, you're thinking of. And it was for the NSARS movement as well. Oh, wow, I have no idea about that. So what had happened was that she made the candle collection. And the thing about Jackie, from what I'm understanding, is the main, like, annoyance of people is that Jackie does not, add, like, she doesn't refer to her Nigerian side unless it's to profit off of it economically. Um. So this is an example. And then... Um, I, I read when I was reading about it, like to really understand why people were so mad. 
a lot of people were saying that around the time of the NSARS movement, Jackie didn't post a thing about it, didn't even, and then when people would ask her questions, like, oh, like, you know those, you know those talk to me questions on Instagram, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. When people mentioned, like, oh, this is going on, do you want to talk about it, considering, you know, you're half Nigerian anyways, she would either ignore it until, like, people started calling her out on it or something. I don't, I didn't even know that happened, but people were apparently calling her out, and then she now made, like, the one post, and then that was about it. So the main annoyance is that she profits off of being Nigerian economically, but doesn't refer to it otherwise. Wow, that's crazy. Wow. That was actually so quick because I I was lazy to like find out what actually happened. But like you just summarized in like how many minutes now? So I'm like, we need people like you to be really giving us the gist early and fast. Okay, so let's get into the episode. The first thing I want to talk about is mental health in Nigeria. Do you think we can actually have a conversation about mental health, especially with the stigma from, you know, maybe the older generation or even, you know, some people in our generation that have been kind of brainwashed by their parents or like older people to believe that mental health is not real. Like, do you think we can still have those conversations and be heard as black and also as Nigerian people without being judged, kind of like seeing mental health as a white thing? Does that make sense? Mm, seeing mental health as a white thing. Very, very valid statement. Uh, I feel like some of those conversations already happen. Like, people do have these conversations online, like on Twitter especially. But the thing is, will they be taken seriously? Because remember, like, the people that have these conversations are less than 2% of the entire Nigerian population. Yeah. <laughs> so... Before Nigerians as part, the collective Nigerians, not just like Nigerians that have access to Twitter, Nigerians that have access to the internet, for like Nigerians in general, before Nigerians as part, like the collective Nigerians will have access to like mental health or even be able to have these conversations. There's so many steps that need to be taken. First of all, understanding that mental health is even a valid thing, like you said, and not a white thing, not just a white thing. And then it's like, there's so many factors that go into this mental health thing like as part abuse which is a very very big problem here and even a common thing a co- very common thing so before we even reach that side of like oh having the conversations about how to value your mental health the first thing is making people understand that mental health is a thing like it exists and it's it's important not because you know it also be times like people will say oh someone ran mad sometimes it's not madness sometimes it's just the fact that they, their circumstances are them into a state of insanity like they need help and people don't understand that so many of the problems sometimes it's not village people <laughs> honestly it's not village people people are so quick to call the devil village people this that like, no no like give the devil and village people a rest honestly like the devil is just chilling and you're just calling it for nothing uh, do you guess for everything too like not even just like people blame the devil for so and like just circumstances people nigerians don't like to take accountability but that's a different conversation honestly and i also think it's kind of upsetting how people make jokes about mental health or like they try to act like it's not real when we all know it's real like even the people that are trying to act like it's not real know it's real i think it's just annoying guys like this thing where people affiliate mental health with like a certain class of people yes exactly like, as though mental health is just for the rich or something. Yes. Or people in specific circumstances. Like, no, no. 
<laughs> there's a lot of stigma around mental health, especially men's mental health. But like at the same time, it's like women are allowed to show emotions only because women are deemed as weak. Not really because yeah. oh, we are allowed to show emotions. I think that when people say, oh, men, mental health matters, like, yes, it does. But like, they only pay attention to women's mental health because we're deemed as weak according to some societal standard, which is crazy. Yeah, very absolute bullshit. And another thing is that men also don't like, you try to open the floor for them. Not all, some, a lot of yeah. guys I know are very accepting of mental health and understanding of the fact that theirs matters. But I'm talking about the vast majority of Nigerian men, you bring up the proposition of taking care of themselves and their mental health was, and like that type of thing. And they just immediately shut down. So it doesn't even make it easy. It's like the, the standards that they are trying to abide by were set by their their fathers. Like yes. men. So it's like there's so much work to be done. Ah. And I feel like everyone wants to have the conversation, but they're just like waiting for somebody else to start the conversation. Like, did you watch Big Brother, like the last one? Oh, no, no. But no. Do, do you know Angel? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like everyone was kind of like rooting for her just because of the fact that she speaks openly about mental health. Because yeah. everybody wants to have the conversation, but like nobody wants to be at the forefront, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And that's just like Absolutely. crazy. Like they're ready people are ready to chime in to an already existing movement but then yes it's start. like oh like i want to have the conversation but i can't be the one like starting the conversation like let somebody start like if that makes sense and that's not really a good mindset to have but like we kind of all have it i even have it i'm not even going to lie we are all guilty we are all guilty. <laughs> that's very, just the funny thing we are all guilty I'm oh very my guilty. goodness very guilty. i can't lie because like for instance, now this thing that you do with your podcast, absolutely wonderful, by the way. I don't know if I, I told Thank you enough. You. I really Thank you. Thank you. I'm blushing. Starts a podcast, like start speaking out the way people. Anytime it's like anything to do with public speech, someone has to invite me. I could never start that on my just because I'm afraid people won't listen. And yes. that's something that's very like so many people. I've listened to so many people speak. People that should have platforms. People that should be speaking, but they won't because of the same thing, you know, the same collective issue of how I don't want to be the first person that says it, or I don't want to be alone, because who's going to listen? People don't think that other people will listen, especially here in Nigeria, which is sad, because a lot of people actually do listen sometimes, but it's like, we're not willing to make that first step, so no movement, no progress, nothing. Honestly, we're just going to be staring at each other for a very long time. Just quiet, waiting for somebody to speak. But Honestly. nobody's speaking because we're all waiting for somebody to speak. Well, that mindset is terrible. That's terrible. Okay, the next thing I want to talk about, honestly, the main thing that I want to talk about is Nigerians ignoring their issues and focusing more on issues that everyone is talking about. Yes. Originally, I wanted to make this episode particularly about the overturn. But, like, I just realized that it's kind of the same thing with everything that happens. Like, something is trending, and then it dies down, and then everyone moves on. Yeah, everyone moves on. Some things... You know, today, I think I was on my way home. Yeah. From, I don't know where... I was on my way home, Sha, and I was thinking, like, it just randomly occurred to me that we just quietly, like... You know that whole burner shatter thing? Like, I know it happened a while back, but it just... Like, it just dawned on me how, like, we just all collectively just never mentioned anything about that again. And then I just started thinking, like, that's how most things are. Something happens, like, for instance, now the, Sil- the Sylvester thing. 
yeah minor issues little things that come up like they're not even little things that come up and die down come up and die down it's like the, the conversations are never held for long enough and it's just so unfortunate because people never truly get justice in that sense because they are forgotten their stories are forgotten the issues are forgotten it's sad Honestly, it is. And I've seen it happen with, like, the NSARS movement. I've seen it with the same-sex marriages, like, the protests and everything, and the Pride March, even the shootings that happened recently, and now with the overturn, obviously. The overturn, I mean, it's still on, kind of. People still talk about it, although a lot less than they were. Yes. I was going to say, was, like, cycling back to, like, what you said about how Nigerians leave their issues to focus on other... I wanted to like lay emphasis on that in relation to like stuff like same-sex marriages and abortion i saw see well in that time i saw a lot of people talking about the abortion thing and the main thing that was going through my mind was these like abortion isn't even legal in nigeria what are you okay it's uh, you know if you're going to the u.s like you're planning to relocate or you're going there for school i suppose it would affect you so that's fine but like most of the people I see speaking out on these things, um, they're not. They're in Nigerian universities. They're in PAU. They're in Babcock. They're not. They're not leaving anytime soon, right? So it's like, yeah. it's like a lot of the energy is focused on external issues, right? But then when it comes to like now, abortion isn't even legal here. They're reposting stuff about like oh hate crimes and stuff like hate crimes still go on here at actually at an increased rate here than they even do over there except that over here it's more of like a it's not like on a racist basis kind of it's different different multi multiple reasons why hate crimes go on here and a lot of them aren't even addressed it's so normal actually here and it's sad really bad once you think about it Ah, and i feel like it's because it's not really trending that's why no one wants to talk about it on social media and stuff like that even when they do trend do you notice a lot of people don't speak still like even when it's an active issue a lot of people don't talk I think a situation that trended the most was the NSARS movement. And for the NSARS movement, many people weren't even focusing on what was happening. They were just like, oh, Nicki Minaj posted us. Oh, yeah, we're like trending. Like, do you get like They were focusing more on the celebrities that were posting about the issue more than the actual issue at hand. How do I put what I want to say? I feel like the focus, it was it was like there was an equal split because I can't lie, I feel like I did see a lot of people talk about it, but then those people did they stopped after like maybe three days. Yeah. And even the comments when the shade room posted about it, they were terrible. Mm. What what were the comments like? I thought we're a union and I saw all the people being like, Oh, how is this our problem? type vibe. Not like Nigerians, but like other people. They were like, How is this our problem? blah blah blah. And I was like, Oh, the worry union like what is happening that was scary one thing to we're definitely not a union this thing of black unity i feel like we need to all come to terms with the fact that this is not going to happen anytime soon i was really sold by it but like i was just like wow no no I, what as you're saying it now it's not it's not surprising to me now and it wouldn't have surprised me then like it's black unity poc unity like unity amongst people of color in general is not something that foreseeably achievable like as of right now maybe in the future sometime then but as of right now accept the fact that we have differences and we need to work on ourselves before we work on us black people as a collective the better it is for all of us this the sooner we drop this idea that like we need to focus on uniting ourselves without like there's so much unity to first happen within even nigeria now 
before we even now start thinking of like black unity yes and i talked to some people about this some time ago and like i remember one person said that this thing this whole thing of black unity or unity among people of color isn't even like achievable in general which i slightly disagree with but it's like the points they were making was valid because what they were saying was like it's basically there will always be people in areas that do not have they don't have these conversations even like in the developed they don't have these conversations they don't listen to podcasts like these they don't listen to they don't have they're stuck in their own cycles and they produce children that are stuck in these cycles too so it's like before enlightenment will reach every corner it'll take a really long time and all the beliefs are being passed from like the parents the children like the children don't even have any idea of any other belief outside of what they're being told yeah. that's crazy and then if you do you're a rebel <laughs> honestly and then you're disowned from your family and like there's nothing you can do about that also part of that the pride marches and the same-sex marriages being banned and whatnot like do you personally feel like nigerians do enough to advocate for you know same-sex marriages and maybe even the lgbtq plus community at all at all at all and this is a hill i will fight no no, people do not do enough for the community here. But first off, most people don't even believe the community is valid. Yeah, the LGBT I agree. Receive basic level respect over here. Like, it's not easy to find. Well, I mean, within spaces like people that have social media platforms and stuff like, I guess it's easier to find people that are accepting, supporting, you know, that believe in equal rights for everybody. But it's not that. And even then, People, a lot of people believe in these things, but they won't even talk about them because the system we are set up in does not, it does, ah, no, that the issue of the LGBTQ+, this particular issue, it's not even, it's an entirely different, that requires its own level of dissectation, like it's so deep, and, and it's based mostly off of ignorance and like religious prejudice, yes. like much if you want to go into why if you want to even go into the issue of the community first and foremost the starting point would be why why religious prejudice and ignorance those are two heavy like you can make a you no forget podcast you can make like an entire youtube session (laughs) nigeria religious prejudice in nigeria you can make entire segments of no that before you dissect all that it's, it's so much it's so bad it's so bad. And as much as people think, oh, we're changing, we're changing. It's not. We're actually not. We're actually not. I remember I was having this conversation with one of my friends one day. It was about, like, we were talking about something else, but then we started to talk about, like, what's wrong with Nigeria, which is, you know, as you can tell, very heavy topic. Very, very yes, heavy topic. honestly. And, like, she was basically telling me stuff she would do to change Nigeria if she had the chance to, like, if she, by chance, they could ever give her the position to stuff she'd do, which was all good and dandy. But then, as we were talking, like, I think we were both talking about this, and I think I mentioned something about healthcare and um, cancer research, because cancer, cancer is something that kills a lot of people here without adequate attention. Yes, it does. And then I think I also mentioned something about legalizing, first off, removing the whole... 14 years in, it's wild, 14 years in prison because you want to love who you love? That's crazy. Like, why are you so pressed? As I need to ask that question. Yes, and it's sad. Please, oh, it's nice to be nice. Like, let's, 
if nothing else that 14 years has to go it has to no it's it's wild you know like in the north you mm-hmm. don't even statutory rape isn't even counted because the legal age there is 12 and then over here yeah. you for, for rape you can get up with as little as five years but you want to put somebody in jail for 14, 14 years, years. oh you know you don't even like just for the simple fact that you know that they're a member of the lgbtq plus now like that you have given them 14 years in prison it's wild and people actually get in prison like it's not even a real thing and it's sad there's like three petitions going on right now for three different people that have been arrested on account of this thing like it's not even a joke and people don't take it seriously it's sad i think people don't take it seriously because they see it as a white people thing or like this for people overseas kind of like oh let's just pray the gay away let's like go to church and then we don't have to focus on all these things that the world is bringing just conversations like that and it's just scary and crazy Because, you know, everyone has the freedom to do what they want to do. As long as you're not here. Go to America and do what you want to do. Go to the UK where you can't do it here. It's not possible. Like, we don't need that. And it's sad. It's so sad. Because this thing of, it's a white people. The concept of homophobia in itself is a white people thing. So it's like, people do not, like, people think... Or now, now, I guess, because, you know, with the evolution of both religious prejudice and ignorance, people think, like, these concepts, like, the concept of being gay or openly gay, openly bi, openly a member of the, openly trans, openly shy, a member of the LGBTQ+, they associate them with whiteness. Like, that level of freedom and liberation with whiteness. Yes, I agree. Existed freely in African societies, even, not just African societies, generally around the world this was a this had been it was a norm it wasn't the type of thing you had to have conversations about that's what really blows me like in a lot of places it was just you are who you are and it's like the fact that now being who you are is associated with the very people that introduced homophobia by way of you know religious prejudice to a lot of societies here is wild i can't speak properly for nigeria because i only know some things and i don't think it's enough to stand my ground on i'm still doing my research on that but for example in god was it kenya i don't remember the country but i was reading this book one years ago years ago i think i was still christian at the time even i was reading this book mm-hmm. and they were talking about how the white men came to i think it was either kenya or uganda and they cleansed like the king for instance of that empire at the time he was gay they said that the white men came and they cleansed the system i think the name of the saint even that they one of the saints that they converted in quotes his name was charles something Luang- charles luanga that's his name okay so did i pronounce that right i hope i did i hope you did too <laughs> so they cleansed the system like they went to small communities and were basically discouraging them from being who they were. And I didn't realize how bad it was because, you know, at the time I, I was just, I was pretty much apathetic in the sense that I didn't really deep. Again, another thing was that I thought it was a, this is so embarrassing to admit. I thought it was like, but I thought it was like an okay thing. Not even okay, but I thought it was like, it's what it is what it is, you know, because at yeah. the time, again, I was, I was still, not to say that, oh, being Christian means immediately you will now be ignorant to certain things. Even yeah. though Christianity provides 
a way to be ignorant to. But because I was Christian, it was like, oh, well, all for the good of God, you know? Like, yeah, I didn't, I I didn't, it's not good, but like at the same time, I don't really care. It doesn't concern me. Although that's not a good way to think. And I'm very happy that, that I even broke out of that like maybe three months after I read that book. So <laughs> all for the good of God, I guess. I, I agree with that, honestly. I think it just stemmed from hate because I don't see how you know, someone loving someone of the same sex or anything of the sort would bother me enough to want to send them to jail or to kill them or to hate them. And like, I think it's so difficult with the whole, it's like difficult to even correct this because it's like, am I supposed to educate someone that, okay, someone can love someone regardless of gender? Like, I don't even know what can be done to help the situation. Cause like, am I going to educate you on loving people regardless of who they love or who they are attracted to like that's just where i'm just like mm, i don't know what can be done about this but what do you think can be done actually hmm. to be honest then it's self-realization that's until you yourself accept it's so we can have this conversation we can talk i can play this podcast for some particular <laughs> particularly homophobic people let me not mention names <laughs> we can play these episodes, things like this conversation have these dialogues with them but until you actually understand it because it's one thing to speak it's another thing to comprehend yeah people do not raise the power of comprehension enough i don't think anything different from what we're already doing which is having closing people to perspectives you know unless you're with the, the starting point is just are you open to listening that's just where we yeah people are very strong-headed for like no reason very very strong-headed it's like are you open to listen if you're not then there isn't anything that can be done actually the starting point is how many nigerians are even open to hearing a different perspective yes that's actually so true because we're already doing people are already doing the most they can which is like educating people just talking putting awareness out there including more lgbtq plus people in terms of like representation you know, it's like a lot is already being done. It's just the problem is that people don't want to learn and don't want to understand. And there's nothing that can be done about a person that doesn't want to understand. Stubborn people cannot be fixed without them wanting to fix themselves. That's just the truth of it. Unless they think, okay, let me just listen. You you make no headway. I promise. It's not Honestly, worth it. And it's annoying trying to educate someone. I'm over that phase. Honestly, over that. Well, over that. Now it's like, no, I just don't associate myself with people like that. End of story. And I see so many of them on TikTok, and I'm just like, I, I can't even comment. I can't even do any. I just skip. Like, that's just how it's going to be. Skip, skip, skip. You see that not interested button? My favorite button on that app. Anything Honestly, I, I even help other people on their phones to do it because it's like I cannot be bothered. Like, no way. You're not going to bother me on my own phone. No, exactly. You're not going to bother me in my own space. No, it's one thing if we're outside, I can't control the fact that I, it's just for me to get. Yes. It. No, it's not, not on my phone. That's one boundary you will not cross. Is Honestly, my data, my phone, my battery. Like, no, we're not doing that. Block reports. Not interested. <laughs> restrict on Instagram. Restrict. <laughs> No, I I use I use those settings well because you're not about to stress me out on, on my, my own time. phone. That's crazy. Oh. Okay, so also on that topic, people like Nigerians focusing on issues that not really don't affect Nigerians, but like don't particularly affect Nigerians is the elections, oh. the right. Donald Trump. <laughs> this table you want to shake has very. Bottle on it, so. No, we really hmm. need to shake this table because I don't understand how the elections, like people were so hyped up about the elections. They were so like, 
into it. But like when it comes to Nigerians' presidential elections, what what's going on? Silence. <laughs> what's I'm, going I'm, on? People are talking this year, though. People are talking this year, but it's like until it's time to stay in the line to get the whole voting card thing, and they're like, hmm, well, I'm out. True. I mean, talking is not enough. Yeah. Talking is not enough. The main thing is to actually go and vote. Yeah, but I think that people are actually trying this year. But it's like, at the same time, we still have the nothing can be done mindset. Like, oh, everything is still going to keep getting worse. Like, ah, we're doomed, we're doomed. Like, at the end of let's just, let war just break up. Let's Kukuma just know that we are Honestly, home. like, I've seen many people say, like, oh, they should just bomb Nigeria and start over. And I'm like, I mean, hmm. like, ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> you remember, like, when the, you, like, the war is still ongoing in Ukraine, but when it was really, really trending, and I think Buhari went to go and make this public announcement that Nigeria will fight alongside oh. Ukraine or something against Russia. I remember a lot of people were saying around that time, like, Russia should Kukuma just bomb this place. Let's just know that we're actually done. <laughs> Nigerians and their mouth. Oh my goodness. It's the way we cope, I guess. And it was like a lot of people that were saying it too. And I know someone, I know a couple of people that were dead serious about it, which is like, oh, okay. Let's calm, let's calm <laughs> let's, it down. Let's calm down. Let's, <laughs> let's just relax. <laughs> but I'm 17. You're 17, right? If I'm correct. Yeah, I'm turning 18, Sharon. When? This year? Yeah, September. Ooh, she's older than me by a lot. She's already 18. But, like, I'm not old enough to vote. But, like, you're almost old enough to vote, right? Yeah. Are you going to vote? Am I going to vote? If they have a late voter's registration, I definitely will. Of course they will. Everything in Nigeria is late. Don't worry, they will. They got you. I hope genuinely do. Because last two times, they didn't. So, and, you know, because, like, the stakes are up against, like, for instance, a lot of people do not want people, like, for instance, like, they don't want Buhari to come back. And some people want to vote for Tinubu either. It's like, they may do like the on like the current government may do what they can to limit the opposition, and one of the ways to limit it is preventing late voter registration. That's a possibility. So I'm just hoping, fingers crossed, that they actually do because fingers really, really crossed. Hard before now because I, I haven't. I'm not yet 18. I have yet to turn 18. I hope they do, Sha. Let me so that same. I know. <laughs> but like, do you think we are kind of at a place where it's possible to make a good change? a good change like like with the elections like many candidates are coming up many people are now involved status quo uh hmm. you know the problem is we are just the two percent yeah and i say this to everybody that says oh like i think we're improving i think we're like oh i think that we're all like we're making good progress i say this thing all the time remember that you and me having these conversations we're just two percent true there's up to nine, 98% of Nigerians live in abject poverty and will do anything. Well, not anything, but will do a lot. A lot. More than the norm. More than expected. More than necessary. To collect just 5,000. Who can 5,000 naira even do with this, in this economy? Honestly, with the exchange rate, bro. I cry. Because I was converting my savings and I wanted, I actually wanted to, I wanted to shed tears. This economy let's not even talk before i no, i'll get the headache let's let's just cycle <laughs> let's just do a separate episode like oh let's know that we're talking about the economy because economy, i'm studying economics right now and i don't know what's going on i have no mm. idea what's going on not exchange rating and it's scary it's actually scary next thing and the final thing we want to talk about is the overturn and hmm. <laughs> hmm. honestly like it's not even the overturn in 
particular that I want to talk about. I think it's just like abortion is not legalized in Nigeria. There's no safe abortion, at least. There's even a new law that's going to hmm, people that you know do bad bad things in quotes. There's a mm-hmm. law that's going to ban birth control soon. Hmm. Just keep it in mind. Tell your man to pull out. Tell your man to pull out. Oh my goodness, that's so crazy. And I think that as we get older and as times change, obviously people are becoming more vocal about like things that are happening, like sexism and all of that. But like, I, f- I feel like the conversations being started are like giving an illusion that things are actually changing when things are actually not changing. Yeah, you got it. Like, it's like there's this false idea that things are changing for the better. And it's just, again, it's just, it's only within, even like, abroad it's only certain circles only certain groups of people no real progress is actually being made towards these things and that abortion overturn was a perfect example of it people would think prior to that time like prior to you know the announcement that oh judging by social media conversations judging by what people are too stuck in online chronically online that's just all i can see right now too stuck here for their own good because it's like you have this idea that things are changing. I know they are not. They're actually getting worse. Open your eyes. Go offline for like a day and just take notes. Here, they're about to ban birth control. It's not even funny. And I think it's just like the same thing over and over again, just in like different forms. Yeah. And people here don't even take birth control. Like some people take it for periods. Yeah. Acne and stuff like that. Acne, like not even actual like because all oh, like se- being sexually active and everything but they're still about to ban the entire thing or at least they're trying to push for it which is weird as hell but mm, when nobody's talking honestly like somebody actually. else is going to do that's just the mindset that we're having but like yeah that's crazy i'm very hopeful for the elections hopefully good things happen we're just hoping for something good to happen i feel i'm not even like an avid it's just i have like opinions that i stick by but yeah i won't speak out or anything you, you know if you talk here they will shoot you so. <laughs> honestly that's just it <laughs> oh my goodness that's crazy but like as we were saying like being nigerians they flex i don't see why people try to hide like did you see one tiktok video that i saw that they asked this guy like oh where are you from and he was like choking before he could say that he was nigerian you know a lot of these people one thing i've realized is that a lot of these people that mm-hmm. speak ill of nigeria or drop like being Nigerian and only pick it up when it suits them are people that experienced a lot of hardship when they still used to live here. Like going abroad was their fresh start, and you know, because of that, like they're only filled with it. There's okay, well, that's actually there's two groups of people. Yeah, there's one group where it's like, oh, okay, they see being Nigerian as belief beneath them, like in the sense, like, oh, okay, you know, I'm American, you know, I'm not Nigerian, and being like beneath me, and then there's people that dislike Nigeria, hate Nigeria, not because they don't, they're not proud of who they are as part of their history, their own personal culture. No, it's because of what Nigeria has done to them and what it did to them before they had the chance to escape. Absolutely. I agree with that. I actually agree with that. It's sad because like this country, not, not even just this country itself, but now like also the people in it and everything about it. It's like, and if you notice, a lot of the people that don't associate with Nigeria because of what Nigeria did to them, when they don't associate, it is like complete as in when when you know that's what I was like, I'm not involved. Like <laughs> it's like whatever it is that's about Nigeria, Afrobeats or food or whatever it is, they're just not involved like at all. 
Yeah, I noticed that. The Nigeria they know is not a Nigeria that was kind to them. It's not a Nigeria that worked for them. So it's like their ones are complete. They, it's not like they're fake about it or like they pick up anything. Yeah. Again. It's not like they're half love, half hate. No, it's just complete and total silence. Apathy. In its purest form. Yeah, that's crazy, but like at the same time, it's kind of valid sometimes because yes, we're all vibing and we're all making jokes, but like we have some real problems that mm, need to be addressed. A lot of problems that we're hiding behind jokes. <laughs> it's not even. I mean, with black people in general, but then yes, but ah, everything is a joke. Everything there is that can't be joked about here, which is a remarkable skill. I won't lie, because imagine being able to make light of every situation. Nah, props to Nigerians for that, Sha. Props to Insta blog Nigerian Co. Yaba left online because what's going on? <laughs> that Insta blog. Captions for some of their posts kill me. Like, not even the post, but the caption kills most of them. Shout out to them, Sha. They're really funny. Really shout out to them. God help us so we don't have much to joke about next by this time next year. I hope so. I hope so. I hope, like, this time next year, people... Like, the situation here is better. People are doing better. Like, there's actual progress. And things are actually changing. You know? I hope so, too. I'm really, really hoping. On the last thread. A last straw. Honestly. Honestly, that's just how it is right now. Last straw. It's not like I was so involved before, but, like, now it's really going to be just dead silence. Because, at a point, you get tired. Like, yeah. And it's valid too. So I really don't blame some people and some parents for not wanting to vote or do anything like that. But it's like, yeah. oh, if you don't do it, then who's going to do it? Yeah, people in voting this time because more people are educated, more people are willing to take that stand. Yeah. You know, I hope people genuinely see the appeal so that it's not even just like, oh, we're having conversations and people are talking, oh, we'll have these conversations and then they turn around and then do whatever they want to do. Or do whatever they want to do yeah. because they don't think, okay, well, my vote isn't even that significant anyways. And it's true, actually. Like, when um, voting is going to overthrow the current government, like, in general, like, a notable pattern that people talk about, when voting, when, like, in a specific location, it looks like, okay, there's going to be more votes opposing the current government. A lot of, like, like they, it's that time that area boys come and now scatter. They discard of, like, the votes there and then. Yeah. So, you don't even... Unless you don't even know who to trust in this country. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Things can still go south. And there's nothing that people yeah. can actually do about it. And that's crazy. Yeah, but we still have to be hopeful. <laughs> Thank God. That's all we have. Honestly, that's all we have. And even some people don't have anymore. <laughs> Honestly, and I don't blame them. So, is there any other thing that you want to talk about before we wrap this episode up? No, honestly. I feel like we've covered... We even covered a bit more than what we originally thought we were going to cover. Not like in the past. Like, we, we really called. Like, this was a good set. This was fun. Oh, my goodness. So, thank you so much, Adugu, for coming on my podcast. I can bet you you're going to be one of the only guests on this podcast. So, we have to really enjoy this moment. Oh, ah, my God. I'm going to cry. <laughs> having me, honestly. It's been a pleasure having you. You're welcome. For two months. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> We need to really talk about how long it took for us to do this for two whole months. Ah, no, it took a while. First, it was, you know, the fact that, like, school and then, like, other things, work, 
It took a while, but at least we made it. We're we here. made them so happy. Thank you again once more for having me. You're welcome. Here. Thank you for being here. I'm making this so fun. Like, I'm sure people are very happy to hear another voice besides mine. <laughs> like, honestly. I mean, hearing your voice is good, though, because you do have the right. You're, you are a good podcaster. Thank so. you. And actually, it's just like a bonus. Like, on its own, your podcast is already really good. I'm so. blushing. I'm actually blushing. Like, I don't know how to handle compliments. I need to learn. I need to learn. A lot of people don't actually. Like, more people than, like, a lot of people actually don't know how to take compliments. Me, self, I'm inside. But I mean, like, as far more people than you'd think. Yeah, honestly. Like, just side I hear that thing from a lot of people. Like, I don't know how to take compliments. I'm just like, yeah, thank you so much. Okay, can we stop now? But look, I want the compliments. Was <laughs> I like or like you feel the need to like over compliment so it's not like you don't feel bad for accepting yes oh my goodness that's so true why is it like that i have no idea i think it's because like it seemed to be cocky if you're just like oh thank you and then that's all you get like you really see tiktok like that yeah and it's like "Mm, she's rude because she was like thank you she wasn't like oh thank you you too you're so gorgeous oh my goodness you get like it's just seen as cocky yeah but i feel like if you someone you shouldn't do it like with the mind to receive back yes but like social media especially tiktok yeah especially on tiktok like i'm saying tiktok share that place good and bad honestly good and bad bad, but i'm not leaving anytime soon i've left but i've come back yeah with full force like being present on tiktok or no like just viewing people people oh okay also because when you leave tiktok it gives you a better sense of reality shaluki because it's not like random opinions that don't leave a certain circle and the comments are deadly as always no respect (laughs) no respect honestly oh my goodness in the um episode like details i want to add some like some pages that would be nice for people to check out when it comes to discussing all these issues do you have any ideas of anyone's that can tag into the episode i know on instagram i think I think it's change. I know, it, like change, good form, like webs like that. They have link trees to links for some of these things. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna look and send them to you, and then you can. Okay, I would appreciate that. So you guys, you know, check check the description. Yes, I think it's check called. I think that's what it's called. I'm not sure, but I hope that's what it's called. That's what they call. It's so that's what the name. Nah, I think that's the general name, like on TikTok, YouTube, IG. No, IG is bio. No, yeah, bio. And the point is, shall check the where you can read about the episode. Check there, you'll see links everything we're talking about today we talked about today rather yes and till then mm-hmm. till it comes out i can't wait to listen to this back this will be so much fun to edit <laughs> oh my goodness i'm really thankful for you coming on this because you made it so much fun because it's like 1 a.m and i'm not even sleepy at all like i'm normally sleepy at this time me either like this was a good really a good session thanks for having me bye Bye. thank you guys so much for listening i had so much fun recording this episode i think this is a conversation that needed to be had and i'm very happy that aduga and i had this conversation definitely something very different for me especially because i do try to stay away from controversial topics just because i'm like very open-minded i think i'm even too open-minded and i can just change my opinion in a heartbeat but this is definitely one of those things that was risky but was still very fun to do or to talk about because I know it's in a lot of people's minds and ours especially but like you know starting this conversation and continuing to have this conversation from time to time is very important and I'm very happy that we did have this conversation I hope you guys enjoyed it subscribe to Zero Effect wherever I listen to your podcast Apple Podcasts Spotify Amazon Music Overcast rate my podcast five stars if you want and leave a review if you want 
and I'll see you guys in my next episode. So sadly, I forgot to ask Aduga to link her socials. So I'm going to do this in the description thing for the podcast episode and I'm also going to post this on my Instagram and on my podcast Instagram so if you want to follow Adugo anywhere you can I'm going to link her socials anywhere you're going to find it in the description box or the Instagram for my podcast and my main Instagram yeah that's really all that I have to say this was fun I've said that like one million times because it genuinely was fun it's 1 a.m and there is no element of sleep in my eye And I did sleep in the afternoon. That shows you how much fun I had. That should tell you how much fun I had. But bye. And I'll see you guys in my next episode.